Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. You know, I have to admit that within any musical genre, including jazz, there is maybe 5% that I I like and 1% of what I hear that really grabs me. I'm doing something a little bit different today. I have a lot of people who post music on social media, particularly Facebook, and one who keeps sending interesting jazz recordings via email. I rarely get time to listen to them, but sometimes I do. With the jazz posts that people send me, I have to listen to quite a bit in order to find that 5% that speaks to me. The good news is that I've finally done it with the posts that I've listened to in the last few months, and I found about 50 minutes of great music from my perspective. I want to play them for you today. Starting with one of the many daily email posts by Peterborough bassist and jazz aficionado Craig Patterson, received only by those of us who are fortunate enough to be on his list. I'm happy to say I'm one of those. Chet Baker's delightful rendition of But Not For Me from 1979. True, his voice was no longer as velvety as it used to be, but some great scat singing here, and his trumpet playing is as cool as ever. Chet Baker. The writing songs of love, but not for me. My lucky stars above, but not for me. With love to lead the way, I've found more clouds of gray than any Russian play could guarantee. I was a fool to fall and get that way. I hold less a lack of day, although I can't dismiss the memory of her kiss. I guess she's not for me. Did it, 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 did it,
Writing songs of love, but not for me. My lucky stars above, but not for me. Would love to lead the way. I found more clouds of gray than any Russian play could guarantee. I was a fool to fall and get that way. I hope last a lucky day. Although I can't dismiss the memory of her kiss, I guess she's not. She's not for I guess she's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> From a 1979 album called The Touch of Your Lips, Chet Baker with Doug Rainey on guitar and Niels Henninghorst Dead Peterson on bass. Thanks to Craig Patterson for sending me that one. We'll hear more selections that Craig sent me later on in the program. Alan Pasqua was the keyboardist for the fusion group, the Tony Williams Lifetime, when he put out his own album in 2005, My New Old Friends. It may have been a surprise to some to hear how sparse it was, where he, along with bassist Derek Oles and drummer Peter Erskine, never wasted a note. I hadn't heard of him before, but one of my new Facebook friends, Ken Sademan, who's also a sparse and sensitive pianist, was raving about him, so I thought I'd give him a try. A couple weeks ago, I played his version of Smile. Here's something else from the same album, the title track, My New Old Friend, Alan Pasqua.
Well, not just lovely piano playing, but wonderful trio work all the way around. That's uh, pianist uh, Alan Pasqua with Peter Erskine on drums and Derek Oles bass. My name's Larry Sademan, and thanks to Ken Sademan, no relation, for sending me that one through Facebook. Today on Discovering Jazz, I'm playing recordings that I discovered thanks to Facebook and email posts. I'm part of a Facebook group called Jazz Radio Confidential, and most of the time I pass by the postings because there are so many of them. I decided to go through a few of them just to see if anything really struck me. I came across at least one, a clarinet and alto saxophonist named Hubert Rostang, R-O-S-T-A-I-N-G. Rostang was a fellow who I would hear on some Django Reinhardt records, the ones where there was no Stefan Grappelli. I never really thought much about that, but he was the one who replaced Stefan Grappelli in Django's famous Hot Club de France, and he was on a few of his records made between 1940 and 48. Rostang also had his own group, Hubert Rostang and his Sextet. I listened to a few tracks uh, from an anthology album of Sextet, one that was posted by one of the Jazz Radio Confidential members, and I really liked what I heard, especially that great interplay between clarinet and vibes. Here's one from that uh, anthology. Uh, It's either from 1947 or 48, recorded in Paris. The tune is called Fugology. Co-written by Rostang and Vibes player Roby Poitavan.
Hubert Rostang and his sextet from Paris, 1948, with Hubert Rostang on clarinet, Roby Portovan on uh, vibraphone, uh, Ladislas Sebenik on bass, Arthur Mota drums, Armin Mota piano, and Jean-Pierre Sesson on guitar. Not sure why Rostang isn't more famous today. I mentioned uh, Craig Pedersen from Peterborough earlier, and uh, he's been sending by email something called a jazz concert per day to entertain and inspire us during the COVID pandemic. And while all of it's great stuff, I'll focus on the 1% to 5% of what I was able to listen to that really interested me. Here's something that caught my ear from day 51. Three prominent Toronto jazz musicians, saxophonist Mike Murley, bassist Steve Wallace, and the late master guitarist Ed Bickert. It's from an album called Live at the Senator from the year 2000. Here's track one, I Should Care, and I Think We Should. Thank you. 
Canadian artists Mike Murley, Steve Wallace, and Ed Bickert. Today on Discovering Jazz, I'm playing discoveries that I've made thanks to social media friends, particularly Facebook. Facebook friends are an interesting phenomena. There's a fellow that I knew about when I lived in the Yukon, a pianist who played in a lot of vaudeville-type shows, but was also a master of stride piano. Grant Simpson. I don't know if I ever met him, but my partner Elaine interviewed him once and featured him in an article that she wrote for Up Here magazine. Well, fast forward 35 years. I'm in Victoria, and he has apparently just moved to Winnipeg, and I get a Facebook friend request from him. I'm not sure what motivated him to reach out to me. Both of us were in the Yukon for so many years, and I don't think our paths ever crossed, but I was honored to get the request and, of course, gladly accepted. In the background, you are hearing some of a score that Grant Simpson composed and played for a silent film first screened at the old fire hall in Whitehorse, Yukon, in 2013. Now, Grant has introduced me the music of a terrific jazz saxophonist, Richie Cole. Upon hearing about Richie Cole's death in early May, Grant Simpson wrote a tribute to him and told a story about him and a favorite Richie Cole album that he had. He wrote, Really sad to hear about Richie Cole passing away. I wore out two Hollywood Madness albums and several tapes I made of that album. So great to have those amazing musicians, plus Eddie Jefferson and the Manhattan Transfer, all in one album. Then he also wrote, A few years back, I was booked in San Francisco, and I wanted to meet Dick Hindman, who played such great bebop piano throughout that album. I couldn't find any contact, so I looked up Richie Cole and sent an email asking about Dick. Within an hour, my phone rang, and it was Richie Cole. After some discussion, Cole asked, is there any way to book me for a show in the Yukon? Well, Grant says, I got all excited and the wheels were going until I asked, who would you bring? He said, you play piano and put a band together. Once I recovered, I explained that I'm a stride piano player, etc. He was undeterred by anything I threw at him. He said, I'm a fisherman and I want to come there. I'll bet the fishing is amazing. You put a good band together and we'll do a great show. Then Simpson adds, I tried to make it happen, but I was swamped with my own band and vaudeville shows and being a dad, so it never happened. I'm not a good enough player to play with Richie Cole, so it's probably a good thing, but what a sweet guy. On top of his genius and incredible sense of melody, he always exuded fun in his playing and, of course, introduced us all to Eddie Jefferson, the greatest of the vocalese bebop singers. Unquote. I heard some of the tracks from that album, and I love it. Such as this track, with Eddie Jefferson and the Manhattan Transfer, plus a brief cameo from someone most of you know. It's called Waitin' for Waits, Richie Cole. I think his music's great. 
stories are true and pure as pure can be. I tell ya, always and now, he'll melt you with his smile. I'm waiting to wait, waiting to wait, waiting to wait. The piano has been drinking. I've heard Tom wait singing. Yeah, but the piano can't not me. Attacking vine, man, with the best name Lola. See, we was drinking some green chartreuse, and we fall by a little joint called Dupree's Paradise. Had a couple of highballs, see, man. Ended up at a little rib joint for some barbecue, man. I'm sorry I lost track of time, and man, I'm sorry I missed a gig. The recently deceased saxophonist Richie Cole from the Hollywood Madness album from 1991 with guest vocalist Eddie Jefferson, the Manhattan Transfer, and a bit of Tom Waits. 
Musicians are Bruce Foreman on guitar, Dick Heineman piano, Marshall Hawkins bass, Les DeMurl doing that wild drumming, and Michael Spiro on percussion. Okay, one more piece of music sent to me by Craig Patterson. This is by Canadian pianist Renee Rosness and her trio. It's called Beatrice, written by Sam Rivers. It was inspired by Sam Rivers' wife. Beatrice is described as a deeply felt ballad that bridges the gap between hard bop and free jazz with a fluid structure that Rivers floats over to create the illusion of formlessness. Unquote. Part chord changes, mostly mood. It's become a jazz standard and a staple of tenor saxophone repertoire in particular. But here it is. It's part of a piano trio this time, led by Rennie Rosnes. Beatrice. <laughs> Thank you. 
played by the Rennie Rossness Trio with Peter Washington Bass and Louis Nash Drums from 2008. Next, I have a selection from an album that was uh, recommended by another 
fairly new Facebook friend and one of the most versatile and tasteful lead guitarists I've ever heard. He's also a real nice guy and somebody I've met and had the pleasure of playing with. He lives in Victoria and he co-hosts the jam sessions at Christie's Carriage House and Pub in Victoria, which are now, unfortunately, and on hiatus due to the COVID-19. Now, um, his name is Victor Wells, and uh, he put out a Facebook post promoting an album from 2014 by Bill Frizzell. It's called Guitar in the Space Age, where Frizzell redoes some of the most popular surf music from the 1960s with fellow guitarist Greg Lees, bassist Tony Scher, and percussionist Kenny Wollison. I listened to a few tracks from the album and really liked it. Here's one track. I remember it well from my youth. A hit for the Tornadoes in 1962. Telstar. Bill Frizzell.
Well, thank you, Victor Wells, for recommending that Bill Frizzell album with that fun version of Telstar. Next, a fellow I discovered thanks to an American jazz vocalist, Tessa Suter, who became a Facebook friend after I played one of her tunes on an earlier Discovering Jazz episode on jazz vocalists. On the program, I mentioned my difficulties in finding a really good Canadian male vocalist. Lots of great females. She recommended an American singer, but I listened to him, and wow, it was like Tony Bennett meets Ray Charles. His name is Paul Jost. I'll finish this Discovering Jazz episode with a track from his latest album. The late singer Mark Murphy was the inspiration for this arrangement. Paul Jost talks about how Murphy was misdiagnosed with dementia, but it led to Jost imagining how it might be to become aware of my own unraveling, as he says. He expressed his gratitude for the few opportunities he had to play drums for Mark Murphy and to experience firsthand what an extraordinary, inspiring, and transformative artist he was. Murphy said it best, he says, love is what stays. Here is Paul Jost's arrangement of Fred Neal's Everybody's Talking, a song that was a hit for Harry Nilsson with a bit of Mark Murphy's tune, Love is What Stays. This features Paul Jost on vocal, that's J-O-S-T, by the way, Terry Kleinfelter, piano, Jonathan Raganese, tenor sax, Peter Paulson, acoustic bass, John Swana on EVI, Mark Jacoby on Vibes, Chris Hanning drums, and David Cullen electric guitar. This recording will take us home. You're listening to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. Tune in next week for another interesting episode. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave a review on the iTunes site or whatever site you listen to your podcasts on. Bye for now. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word to say. Only the echoes of my mind. People stop and stare. I don't see their faces. Shadows of their eyes. I'm going where the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going where the weather suits my clothes. But I'm very, very sad. Back and over northeast winds, selling on summer breeze, skipping over the ocean like a stone. Yeah. 
human blood is talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Only the echo Saying, oh, 